Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. Talking G.I. Joe this week. Deke, season two, series two. It's on. We're talking about channels. We're talking about England. We're talking about the Queen and Cobra Commander. And this is Knowing is Half the Podcast. And I am Ray Stacanus. Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And you guys, is if Okay, so this episode, Chunnel, is really a tale of two halves because the first, I would say, seven to eight minutes of this episode, my brain went, oh, okay. Hey, look, if this is where we're going to be at for season two uh, Deke era G.I. Joe, I think I'm okay. I think we're actually going to manage this isn't the worst thing we've ever seen. And then the show started taking a turn in a really, really rough direction which we will get into. And I said, oh, this is this could be worse. This could be worse. Oh, no. Here we are. Can I just say that like one minute into this, I was into it because the only yes. th- the only other time I've ever heard the term channel, like I know what they mm-hmm. are, but there was there was a fake- there's only one of them, Gina. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like, I know what a channel is in general, but. There was a fake, there was an episode of Seinfeld where there was a fake movie called Channel, and it was sort of a running joke that they can't find each other in, in, the, in the theater, and Jerry keeps asking, why is he in the channel? And, and it was very funny. So I thought, oh, yay, this is like that Seinfeld episode. And then less than a minute in, we get two dogs, like one dog right out of the gate, another dog right out of the gate. So I Wait, thought this got- episode was going to be great. I thought there was only one dog the whole time. Is there there two? was like an, an extra dog in the background. Like there was like oh, a okay, little, okay. Oh, it started out with like a little boy on like a, a train platform oh, okay. or somewhere. And he also had a dog. So I was like, oh, yeah, the first thing we see is a dog. And then we got a regular dog in the whole episode, which the was queen a has a corgi, dog. a corgi. Yeah. yeah, of all things. Now, so I was pretty the- excited. So the, the the episode starts up. We we established that we are in jolly old England. We are in England for this episode. We are in London because that's the only place in England anybody knows. Sorry, England. No, Take no. that. Your Here's reign of thing. terror is over. I, Suck lo- it, I looked up the writer of this episode, and he is English. Okay, it's so, authentic. And, and he's he's he wrote a lot of other. He wrote like on He Man and things like that. But in his bio, the first thing it says is he's he's English, born and raised in England. So I'm guessing he pitched them a. A channel episode. 
I like it. It was very in the news at this time. Um, what I really appreciated is we were in England, and the opening shot is a bus driving by that has an ad for G.I. Joe on the side of the bus in England, which is weird. That's really weird that military organizations <laughs> would have ads on buses in other countries. Now, I know G.I. Joe in the Deke era is an international hero, but it's still a little bit weird. I, I enjoyed it. I'll, I can I can tell you I can pinpoint the, the two minute or so mark where this episode turned for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know where we're going. And because- yes. Because we start out with we start out with a cool looking dog. We get a corgi. There's a British guy sitting in a pub with a beer and chips, which I, uh, yeah. I also enjoyed. I thought I like you. You know how much I love food. I love cartoon food. And then we see a Russian playing chess or someone yep. who's sort of Russian. No, so he's Russian. The first minute of this episode is nothing but Gina pleasers. Yeah, food, and not, dog, not only that, chess, yeah. foreign well, accents, <laughs> tall men. Exactly. All the things. Uh, and also, it's the first appearance of Road Pig, who is a dreadnought that gets, it? yeah, he gets okay. not enough love. He's a big, giant guy. His name is Road Pig. He's a dreadnought, which in Deke era means who who the F even knows. <laughs> Dreadnoughts just are, and they're just part of Cobra. They're not their own crew. You just get one dreadnought as opposed to like four or five of them, and they just do stuff. But uh, I, he and he looks totally wrong. He's wearing all the everybody on this show was wearing neon colors again, and I am here for it. Neon yeah, I, greens, I liked oranges. It. He was memorable. I liked it. And then about two minutes in, that's when I pinpointed that. That's when I. That's when my my yay turned to. Oh no, I hate this. Which is when they show Scarlet. Uh, am I allowed to guess what yeah. this moment was? Because oh, I yeah. can tell you exactly when I know it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it cuts because okay so uh, uh big ben the british mm-hmm. gi uh, joe uh is eating uh chips or fries and having a beer at the pub watching the telly when he finds out the queen <laughs> has been kidnapped and he calls gi joe into action uh-huh. cut to scarlet and duke walking in downtown rodeo drive i don't know where the heck they are And, and this is what's crazy is they're shopping and Scarlet is apparently a shopaholic and Duke is the an- annoyed boyfriend along for the trip, yep. except he's carrying groceries, which makes the whole thing real weird. Is she no. walking by like smart and final being like, ooh, a sale on tri-tip? No, they're just they're, that's what they're putting her goods in. In 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 little brown paper bags. But there's like bread sticking the, out the top the part, of the bag. That's the part that annoyed you about this scene, Ray? Well, the fact that they've reduced two iconic G.I. Joe characters into the worst possible iterations that they could have for I, both. Just the worst kind of stereotype because and and to me it read like the guy who wrote it has never seen G.I. Joe, doesn't know who these characters are. And then so- someone was like, oh, write this write this character in it. And they said, oh, she's a woman. And he goes, all right, well, women love to shop. So that's going to yeah. be her thing. And then not only does she love to shop so much, and is she forcing Duke to carry her bags around, Yeah, she ignores her duty of the kidnapped queen because she sees another sale. Yes, so she is a bad soldier. Yeah, so she's always, always been great at what she does. Amazing. Would never shirk her duty. And now someone's like, hey, the queen is kidnapped. And she's like, ooh, buying things. I hated it. This is yeah, she, turned against there, it. 
they're in their uh, outfits, their uniforms, so they're definitely on duty. Yeah. And like at no point do they check their phones that have been ringing off the hook. And yeah. that's kind of it's a bad great. job. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. And it's never been established. It's not even like been hinted at that she's I mean, unless I'm forgetting something, it's not she's not like a nope. privileged brat and she's not no. someone who likes who likes to shop. And also, by the way, England isn't it's not like i mean not that it would be better if this were set in france but it's not like people go to england to shop how dare you that's where i got all my bbc <laughs> 80s monty python videos okay that's what's in those brown paper bags it's in the bags obviously she's, she's getting vhs tapes of old monty python episodes big fan of flying circus and life of brian <laughs> weirdly enough no, because uh, Scarlett's always been uh, feminine, but she's never been girly. And I think that's the big difference between the Scarlett we know where she's, you know, going back to visit her dojo in Atlanta and, and her brothers are fighting with her because that's the household she grew up to because that's the love the character got to we don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> she's, I just, she's well, I just boy crazy shop. and shops women be shopping. I Yeah, I, I hated this. And and here's the thing. It's not a one-off in this episode. No. Every every woman who appears in this episode has something offensive written about them or that comes out of their mouth. Boy, I'll, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this because this was a thing that I noticed um, about Cobra Commander. Like this thing here at the very beginning. Is this a kidnapping? Oh, no, Okay, now that joke is not very good, but Chris Lotta like fucking kills it. Yeah, like yeah, every yes. line he has, he delivers an amazing performance, and the writing is subpar. And I feel like that's um, the thing is like these these actors are you know like uh, uh, doing their best with this material. And, you know, trying to hold it to a higher standard and what they're being given are these uh, people who I guess were told like, yeah, aim it for aim it for stupid five year olds. Yeah. Make it as stereotypical as possible and uh, make it as cartoony as possible. Yeah, a lot of this was really, really upsetting. Like the dynamic between Cobra Commander, the queen, there's this corgi dog that they just. It's just so dumb because the queen's like, oh, I have a corgi with me. And so that means that the corgi now road pig of the character is essentially forced to clean up after a dog for the entire episode. And I'm sort of like how I know you, you're not supposed to take this iteration of Cobra seriously as a threat at any single point ever because they make it clear that they are not that. Like, again, Sunbow era G.I. Joe, they cut to an alternate reality where Cobra murdered G.I. Joe and <laughs> took over the world and they found skeletons of themselves. This see, version of Cobra does not do that. See, I actually think this dog bit would would have worked great if they were threatening at all. Like if this was like if you were are picturing uh, uh, Sunbow era Destro, for instance, mm -hmm. being sidelined because he's being forced to take care of a dog. That's funny. If if a guy who's so threatening is sure. now having to pick up dog crap and he's getting peed on, but he right. Can't or if it turns him. out that like the dog was important and like it, you needed the dog to get into the crown jewel room or something like the biometrics or whatever, and then like someone like Cobra Commander who's 
you know, this uh, high status character has to then like take care of this dog who's biting him and all that. And like, that's the level that uh, Chris Lotta is playing it at. He's like, you know, like this badass who uh, then has to do this low comedy and he nails it. Yeah. The writing is just trash. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And I will say that. At least, at least Cobra Commander feels in character. Even something like, no, this is a queen napping. It's not a, it's not a great line, but I'm not like, oh, Cobra Commander would never say anything like that. Yeah. Oh, he would. He would. He would totally say yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Whereas like Scarlet or the Baroness or even what Duke is doing in this episode yeah. oh, are so far out of character that it's just infuriating. It, it's it's reminiscent of the uh, Operation Dragonfire when Destro dumps the Baroness for Zorana just yes. because. Yeah. And then... And then Baroness comes back into it, so he dumps Zorana into a pit, and I still don't think we've seen her since then. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just it just doesn't matter, like, but we have a bit here because we bring back Major Blood, which should be should be an awesome event, right? Major Blood, it's it's first off wrong sounding. Major Blood, he, I don't even think he's even trying to do a similar voice. He's just doing his own generic Canadian thing. But uh, uh, Foo Foo the dog, the corgi, uh, uh, is not uh, appealing to Road Pig. He's not doing a very good job with it. So the Major Blood says you have to show a firm hand. And he's actually doing some good dog stuff where he's like, you were establishing boundaries, but loving boundaries. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then the dog pees on him. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, I have I have honest to God respect for Major Blood as a character. So to see him reduced to this Chris Jericho WWE champion pre-WrestleMania 18 nonsense where he's cleaning dog crap off of the street the week before he defends the heavyweight title in the main event at WrestleMania. I'm still angry about it. God damn it. <laughs> Did not appeal to me. <laughs> yeah. But the dog does end up finding a G.I. Joe guy who's messing with one of their vehicles, so it's kind of cool. And then we end up with a weird action sequence where G.I. Joe is taking, the G.I. Joe members are taking their vehicle and they're driving in the channel, which is already cool, and they start driving on the ceiling and the walls, and and there's a missile that's a boomerang and ends up firing and then hitting the Cobras who shot it. Somehow, it's weird. I mean, if I was a little kid, this would be cool. They totally fuck up that channel, which is pretty cool. Like, yes. uh, like uh, uh, this whole action sequence and then them getting caught in the water and, and all like I could see how this would be cool if you're a little kid. No. And the fact they blew out the channel, which I was never exp- I, I never thought that was going to be on the table of the thing that would happen is they <laughs> blow out the channel. I'm like, oh, OK, you know what? Yeah. And then the, the channel floods because, of course, it does. Uh, and then they, they find a vehicle and th- I didn't even understand this. They blowed some oxygen into it. And so the vehicle started working again, even though it was flooded. Not sure. Yeah. Chan, what's the science on that? Do you know? The science is fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they dig a hole in the channel and say, I dig this idea. And I'm like, well, Chan would be happy about that. <laughs> Surprisingly that's what he thinks not. of you, Ray. That's what he thinks of you. <laughs> I mean, Chan, that's what Ray thinks of you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 fair. Like this is it is a groovy ghoulies level joke. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it is. <laughs> So it's uh, great, so, you mean? How dare you? Uh, so <laughs> Cobra Commander and the Queen are now flying in a Cobra vehicle, and Road Pig is supposed to be uh, escorting them, but he's got the dog with him, which bites him, causing him to almost crash into the Cobra Commander and the Queen. And we were almost going to a very dark place in this episode, but thankfully it's a near miss and not an actual hit. 
you know what? I'm going to say it. I, I didn't hate the dynamic between the queen and Cobra Commander. It I was lo- weird. I, I love anything that sort of makes him uncomfortable and seeing him. What is your highness? Dang. It was just, yeah, it was a, I just, there were parts that I was just like, there's a weird status thing happening here because he has the gun. She is a prisoner and yet he's kowtowing to her the entire time and she's sassing him with attitude the entire time. I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I'm okay. I like yeah. that she's. I like that she's. She's a, a, a tough old broad who doesn't know who he is. Like, legitimately asks him, "Are you a circus now performer?" That's bad then, job, Queen. He's been on TV every month. I mean, threatening she has you. Better things to to do than pay attention to every time a stupid American messes up, and or becomes a terrorist. So I don't know. I feel like uh, if uh, Bin Laden showed up and was like trying to kidnap her, she probably would have been like, I've heard of you. I mean, maybe she has and she's just doing this to fuck with his ego. Oh, it's a bit. Okay. Okay. But I think like I just like that she's legitimately not scared of him. So he and that's like that. And here's the thing. That's Cobra Commander's main power is is just making people afraid of him. But really, he's mostly bark and no bite. Correct. So, so this to me tracks if she, because she's basically like, eh, whatever. And he's like, no, no, you should be afraid of me. And she's like, eh, I'm not. And he's like, oh. And then he's put <laughs> in his place. He has no, he has no recourse for this because he's not actually gonna like slit her throat and then you know do stuff yeah. to her dead body. Oh my so, god, Gina! Oh, <laughs> what was that was that a Bin Laden thing? I I don't recall that. Eh, who knows what that guy did. Well, Cobra Commander <laughs> changes his plan mid-stride and says, well, we're just going to kidnap the queen. Now we're going to steal the crown jewels. And it starts getting real iffy. The plot yeah, of this episode this starts, I did not starts get. taking a weird set of turns. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. Like, no, no. He, he goes to see, he asks the queen, like, how much they're worth. And she goes, oh, it's 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 not polite to talk about this. And all I could think was, like, good luck fencing that shit. I thought dude. the same thing. <laughs> Who's buying the crown jewels? Yeah, yeah, like he's not—he's not, he's not gonna that. walk into like a pawn shop and be like, "Hello there, I happen to have—I happen to be a man in a full face covering <laughs> that would like to sell some crown jewels." Uh, the the crown jewels were the main uh, uh, plan. The they oh, okay. Cobra oh. attacked the channel, so everyone would be distracted, and they're gonna steal the crown jewels. Oh, you're right. All oh, of that yeah, yeah, made sense, and I was okay with that. It's what happens afterwards that I that really got my hackles up. Okay, you mean so when he decides to become the king, <laughs> that was yeah. weird. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Well, before we get there, we're at the Tower of London now, where he's going to try to steal the crown jewels, and I'm like, okay. Uh, Scarlet and Duke are with their groceries, waiting in line to go to the gift shop inside the Tower of London. Uh, no, they're going to see the crown jewels, the exhibit. Okay. They've been in line for a long time for that. They've been in line for a long time. They happen to see a guy who is Major Blood, and this was bizarre, right? Major Blood is playing a guard for reasons unknown at the front of the, the line, and his fake mustache falls off. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Major Blood has a mustache. Wait, Why is- I, isn't he? He's clearly trying to help them break in, right? That's why he's in disguise. Yeah. Well, why would he be trying to help Scarlet? But I, they're already in. They have the queen. Like, right. Him and being say- there to me made no sense whatsoever. 
except yeah, for tipping off Duke and Scarlet. Well, he said that the uh, the exhibit is closed, so they're closing it off okay. so they can see the tools. Oh okay. yeah, he's he's redirecting people. He's protecting Look, I'm the guard, redirecting people. The guy, Major Blood, who has a mustache, being his tell, being his fake mustache falls off, was just so weird to me. I couldn't make sense. I, I just immediately lost the moment and had no idea what was happening anymore. Time and space started distorting around me. Uh, uh, when I mean, it, the mustache thing was just a throwaway gag. It, I it, it upset me. <laughs> I, but this is also what upsets me, right? Is the fact that Scarlet and Duke see Major Blood and yeah. he runs around the corner because he knows he's made. And they're yeah. like, we got to go get him. Yeah. They chase him around the corner. Uh-huh. And then uh, a bunch of other Cobras show up. And now they've yeah. got guns drawn on them when they do not have their weapons. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all these Cobras are there about to murder them. And Scarlet turns to Duke and says, I have a bad feeling about all of this. Scarlett, you have a bad feeling about all of this because you have terrorists in front of you about to shoot you to murder death. Yeah. This, the time for this, bad feelings was about a minute ago. This to me was was a line written by an AI or someone who doesn't speak English and doesn't understand what this <laughs> phrase means. Like, like seriously, it's it's like, okay, all right. It's like saying it while someone is punching you in the face. Exactly. So you're driving down the street. You Your tire blows out. Your car flips over. <laughs> you have been knocked into the steering wheel, missing three teeth with a huge laceration on your cheek. The car you could see is about to catch fire. You turn to the passenger seat and you go, I got a bad feeling about this. No. The bad feeling should be what you're already feeling before you time to express that you starting to have a bad feeling. No, no, no. Hold on. You're in a car uh, accident and you flipped over. Everything is fire. You turn to your friend. You say, I have a bad feeling about this. Then someone shoots out the wood boards underneath you and you fall into an inexplicable well in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's a weird place to keep an underground cistern. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, cut to Cobra. Uh, they've been dealt with. Cut to Cobra stealing the crown jewels and Major Blood. I I didn't understand this plot point because I guess Cobra's just super incompetent. Like we just, I'm not used. I I, I will. I don't want to get used to Cobra being unable to do basic shit. So I mean, he that's been the case for over a season now. I know, but I don't like it. Cobra's supposed to be very competent at doing specific things. And then G.I. Joe's just that much better, and they do weird things to defeat competent Cobra. When Cobra is incompetent, the show has no stakes. And I know we've been over this ground before. It's just I I prefer Sunbow to Deke. Maybe that's a controversial statement. (laughs) Um, So uh, they, they steal the crown jewels, except the alarms go off. But again, they still have the queen. So I... A lot of this, I just, I'm trying to put it together and it, it's not, it's just not happening for me, guys. And I just wrote here, Cobra's just done so dirty by Deke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that, I think that in this episode, though, Baroness and uh, uh, Scarlet get, get the worst of it. Oh, the worst. So Cobra Commander finds a cape, though, in the crown jewels. So now he's wearing a cape through the rest of the episode. And much like in other episodes where just halfway through people get weird ideas that don't make any sense, they just roll with them. Cobra Commander finds a cape and immediately is like, oh, I'm the new king of England. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this makes no sense. And like uh, there, there was no point at which uh, he says anything that... Uh, uh, like uh, like sure he wants to rule the world or whatever but he doesn't say like oh yeah i'm gonna sit here and just like this is really fun but really we're you know 
this is just for my own amusement. Like you can't no. just sit, even if his thing was like, we're going to kill the queen and um, like uh, through some plot, I will somehow become the king. It's not even that. It's just, I I'm going to be the king because I say I'm the king uh, knowing that, like he doesn't have anybody surrounding him to protect him. Uh, yeah. That people are going to come busting in immediately. What what is his goal? Yeah, what's the end game here? Because he finds the cloak. He basically says, "Hey, Queen, I'm now the King of England. Let's go to Buckingham Palace so I can uh, so I can be King of England now because that's who I am. You're the Queen. You'll just tell him I'm the King, and that's just how this is going to work because we have such a great relationship." And nobody will see through it or attempt any attempt to remove me from being the king of England, a thing I am not. Gina, make sense of this for me. You're the writer here. I mean, here's the thing. There was a there was a taco truck that day at work in the writer's (laughs) room and they really wanted to get to it. And so they realized halfway through they didn't have enough plot for an entire episode. And someone said, what if? Cobra Commander decides he wants to be the king of England. Then some sexist stuff happens with the Baroness. The dog saves the day and the episode is over. And then everyone said, yeah, cool. Let's go get tacos. Taco Tuesday. No, what you said was there was a taco truck in the room. And I believe (laughs) that is the case. A taco truck smashed through the wall, ran (laughs) over like four of the writers. And they're like, "I, I can't do this today. I'm so distraught over the death of my friends uh he becomes a king yeah that's fine let's just go home <laughs> now, let's there go was a tell mo- mark's kids what <laughs> happened Jesus. see there is a moment that i really enjoyed here because cobra's doing all this shit with duke and and, and scarlet and it's terrible and there's just scene after scene after scene with cobra and then like I swear to God, 10 minutes later, G.I. Joe finally breaks out of the channel. And I just sort of laughed when it happened because I'm like, I had forgotten you guys were in this episode. And they, they finally break on out. So, uh, okay. So here we go. Road Pig uh, apparently is following G.I. Joe in his plane with the dog. He's still out there flying around because Cobra Commander kicked him out and said, go do the thing. Great. Road Pig is shot down by G.I. Joe because he misses all his shots. Uh, except for one, hee hee, and uh, the dog ends up covering his eyes, like 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 Yoda on the back of Luke Skywalker. The dog has climbed up onto his shoulders and is now putting its paws on his eyes while he's trying to fly. He ends up getting shot down, but he gets one missile off on the train that GI Joe is on. I guess uh, destroying the brakes. Wait, sure. you completely blew past when he tells the Baroness that she's going to be the maid. No, that that's the next scene. Oh. We'll get yeah. that. I thought it was after he decided he was going to be king. Uh, well, no, because there's he decides, and then they cut, cut away, and then they cut back to it, and we get real bad. So, so the missile of the train, the train is now out of control. So now we have an uh, what's that movie with Denzel? Is it Unstoppable? Unbreakable. Unbreak? No, that's glory. Glory. <laughs> oh, Training Day. Train. So we have a Training Day situation with this train. Uh, uh absolutely is out of control and headed towards England, I guess. Sure. And Duke is finally, Duke and Scarlet, we never saw them get out of the pit, to my understanding. They're just now in the general, that giant tank, and they're just like, we're going to we're going to slow, we're going to get in front of the train, we're going to let the train hit us and, 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 and gently push us forward. 
no crash or any explosions. The train is going to hit us square on, and we're just going to guide it slowly into the station with the general. I still don't know how they got out of that pit. Wait, can I say that my favorite part of the episode is when Cobra Commander puts on the cape and he goes, I'm going to be a mighty king, so enemies beware. I really don't like I you. I just can't wait to be. I was just showing that. I to don't my like kid you yet. either, Chan. Don't yeah. like. I don't uh, like either of you. This is very upsetting <laughs> to me. Yeah. I'm ready. I've never seen another moment. king with quite so little hair. No. Just can't wait. All I know is the chorus. So I'm just going <laughs> to keep going back to. I just can't wait to be king. Yeah, I've never seen <laughs> Hamilton, so I just don't think that's. Uh... <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. My name um, is Alexander Hamilton. Okay, Gina, here we go. <laughs> Stop it. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. This is it, the new G.I. Joe Devilfish on a high-speed recon mission. There's Hawk, the new Joe Commander. That's Beachhead, the Ranger, Matt Whitson. Devilfish has two torpedoes and twin guns on top, and they're gonna need it, because here comes Cobra. Cobra's got a new hydro set, and that's real dangerous with G.I. Joe. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Devilfish, Cobra Hydro Sled, and Cobra and Joe figures each sold separately. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Cobra Commander is now in the, the throne room, and the queen shows him the throne. At which point, Road Pig, who's been crashing this entire time, crashes his plane through the window of the room. So, well, next week, guys, we're going to talk about a Chuck Norris episode where a lot of really random things happen on top of each other, and it just never stops. This sort of reminded me of that thing next week we will talk about, because we record these in order. Uh, <laughs> Road yeah. Pig crashing in the window, getting out and being like, I've got your dog. I don't even know what's happening anymore in this episode. Yeah. Uh, neither do the writers. Yeah. <laughs> Half of them were dead from the taco truck. The other very half upsetting. were trying to get tacos from the taco truck. That, that's right fair. I, I should. Wait, but they were still getting tacos from the taco well, truck. Well, the, the half ran that were their... not crushed wanted their tacos. It's true. I guess uh, in uh, <laughs> 91, that was still kind of kind of uh, uh, a special thing to have a taco truck at your work. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cobra Commander says, I'm now the king of England. And the queen says, G.I. Joe's going to come here and stop you. And Cobra Commander says something that up to this moment has never been uttered before. Oh, don't worry. I've planted bombs all around London. They're going to have to deal with that instead of coming to bother me. Have there been any mention of bombs or any side plot involving bombs around London? Or is this just like a weird throwaway line that's sort of a big deal, but it doesn't matter? Oh, I thought they were trying to do a tie-in to uh, what was going on in Chuck Norris's Karate Commandos. <laughs> Which we will talk about next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which we definitely did not already talk about and schedule for not. after no, this No, this episode. is fresh. It just left such an impression on us. We just want to talk about it. Obviously. At which point, Cobra Commander gives roles for all of the uh, people in his crew. So Road Pig, who despite the fact he almost crashed into him, is now like the presidential security Seemed a little bit of a weird choice. Major Blood, I think, is like head of head of the castle, and 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 Baroness is the. And me, sir? Mistress of housekeeping. 
Hand cleaning lady. Oh, that made me so mad. Oh, I hate everything you, about it except Chris Lotta's voice acting. They yeah. got Morgan Lofting back for season for this season of Deke. They had the actual Baroness doing the Baroness's voice, which did not happen in, in, in much of season uh, season one. And this is what they're making her do. It's horrifying. I also just the fact that she even says "and me, sire," whereas normally she would be scoffing nope, don't at like that. him. Don't she like would, that at all. She would just scoff and say, this is ridiculous. Let's get the jewels and leave. You can't be king. Her, just her, her sort of, which was always, which was my problem with Destro, Deke era Destro is the sniveling. Yeah. Ugh, I hate yeah, it. Real Baroness would have been told that. She would have said, what's my role in your organization? You said the cleaning lady. She would have shot him and left. Yeah. The end. <laughs> like she doesn't have to put up with this crap she's a baroness it is right there in the name yeah every part of this is upsetting okay i just wrote here like i don't even know what's i don't what the fuck's going on i, I do not know what's happening in this episode it's just taking turn after turn when they just keep adding things and it's weird so okay so big ben at this point gi joe british guy is shot down in his plane somehow and there's a big action scene where G.I. Joe jumps a drawbridge and a bunch of Cobras don't have enough speed, so they just fall into the English Channel. Great. Cut back to uh, Cobra Commander. He's, he's going to set off the bombs, except the Corgi dog bites the cord because he's fighting a rat, and he unplugs the console, so all the computers go down and Cobra Commander can't blow up his bombs. Right? Am I... I, I'm barely I, I tethered to no this episode. I have no idea what's so. going on at this point in the episode. Yeah. My, I, I was in a blackout rage over, over everything that had happened. Yeah. It's just, just nobody cares. I don't know what's so. Okay. So now we cut over to Cobra commander and he's like walking the halls of the palace and major blood and Baroness are stealing things. And Cobra Commander catches them stealing artwork and vases. Oh, yeah. This is actually a pretty good bit because there's just like uh, Major Blood's like it's a good grabbing stuff yes. and and just like dumping it into the bag and it's it just this bit was like a, a fun bit. I mean, look, I like the bit. And then Cobra, I don't understand why they're doing it. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> who knows? And Cobra Commander getting furious at them and calling them traitors for stealing things when their entire plan is to steal things from the royal family to begin with. It's just a weird set of, of, of events that happen. Like this episode unravels and falls apart so c colossally that I just, I have, a, I, guys, I'm at a loss. Uh, I love me some G.I. Joe, but what is this? No idea, man. <sighs> and, and to cut to what must be Gina's favorite moment, Baroness <laughs> yeah. is unhappy that she's going to be the cleaning lady. So Gina, tell us, tell us about what happens with Baroness here. Oh, I blacked out until the dog saved the day at the end. Oh, okay. I, so Baroness I scrubbed everything from my memory until the Corgi is back in action and saves everyone. <laughs> Baroness is trying to work her way back in here. So she tells Cobra Commander, or asks Cobra Commander, can I be your queen? Uh, yeah. Uh, You're the king of England now, Cobra Commander. Can I F you? Can I F you real hard and be a queen? And I'll be the new queen of England, even though the queen of England is standing right here. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I don't follow this. I don't know the rules of this world anymore, and it's frankly distressing. You'll make a masterful king, Commander. I mean, sire. How about me as your queen? 
The Queen of England. She, she, yeah, she steps on his foot. She kicks his ass. She then tells her corgi, Fufu, to sick him. Uh-huh. And the dog kicks the shit out of everybody in this room. These highly trained soldiers, uh, some of which are very strong, very good at combat. All of them get their asses kicked by a 15 to 20 pound corgi. I love it. It's a cute ass corgi. And Road Pig, who has been the, the, the dunce of the episode, it has a waiting aircraft nearby, so they're all running towards the aircraft, and then Cobra Commander gets in the aircraft and points at the Baroness and Major Blood and says, leave them behind. They are traitors. I'm still not clear what they did wrong. The plan was to steal things from England. And then they go ahead and they pull a Chuck Norris, allegedly. Maybe we'll find out next week. And they grab the wing of the airplane as it flies off, so everybody's fine. Yeah, and then there's this other joke uh, continuing joke about how they don't get paid at all because he says something about how he's gonna see a little something in his uh uh, uh road pig's gonna see something in his paycheck and then uh road pig says like yeah you don't pay me anyway and like it's such a weird version of cobra we're like they're doing this for nothing yeah none of their plans work and they're treated like shit all the time for no pay, no thanks. I've already worked at that place before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what you're saying that uh, Cobra's pay scheme is uh, the basis for all the other video game companies' pay schemes? In the- <laughs> uh, we'll call it a pay scheme. Yeah, we'll call it a pay scheme. It's definitely a scheme. <laughs> at some places, I will say. <laughs> I will not name names, and the place I'm at right now is great. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so cut to G.I. Now, G.I. Joe has done dick. Dick all this entire episode. Yeah, yeah. They finally show up, and the queen says, thank you, G.I. Joe, for saving me, which is weird. She uh, offers them to have tea. Great, sure, why not? And then she looks at Scarlet and says, you look like you like shopping. No, no. What happens is even more infuriating. (laughs) The queen of freaking England says, oh, everyone should have tea with me. This once in a billion lifetimes opportunity yeah. For, yeah. for a bunch of Americans randomly in England for no reason. They all say yes, except for Scarlett, who says, uh, No disrespect intended, Your Highness, but it's my last day to shop in London. I understand completely, my dear. But please, charge everything to the royal yeah, so those of you playing at home, she gave them the credit card of the queen and said, charge all your purchases, Scarlet. You've earned it. Yeah, because listen, lady who I haven't seen this entire episode and only just met, who just spurned having tea with the most important per- person in this country. Here you go. Take my credit card. So gross. I hate it. <sighs> and, and then, that's and then also... But, but also, not only is she going shopping, but she says, okay, Duke, let's go shopping. But then she also forces Duke to come with her, which the Duke I know would say, I'm sorry, I'm going to stay here and have tea with the queen. We've done You have fun, shit. Scarlet. Yeah. I'll he, be here with the queen. Yeah, you have fun. But instead, he, he sighs in the, just the most pathetic way. Every, I hate everything about this. Seeing him reduced to the role of a 13-year-old boyfriend is really upsetting. Also, the Scarlet I know would never do that. She would never Never. assume Duke was going to come on some shitty shopping trip with her. No. Uh, Uh, That's that's Scarlet. The Scarlet we know respects boundaries and um, Uh, isn't a domineering I hate it. It's literally like this dude knew too 
facts about women. And it's like, oh, well, they like to shop and they hate being the cleaning lady. <laughs> well, it's like he knew he knew the new characters like he was given outlines for the new characters and the people they were trying to push like Big Ben and the Russian guy and Road Pig even. And then everybody who was already established on the show, they just didn't tell him about. <laughs> they just didn't tell him no research. And it was just, oh, you know. Oh, are they sort of dating? Oh, women love. Yeah, women love shopping. And guys, am I right? They got to carry the bags. <laughs> and I, no. No, thank you. No me gusta. No. Chan, how did you feel about this episode? It was, uh, it, it was like they, uh, like they didn't have enough money to pay someone to write a... Uh, who was a good writer and could uh, take the time to do the research and whatnot like that. They just had enough money to pay someone to, who who has seen television before, uh, but not G.I. Joe or anything that was or anything military related so that you could bring something to this just like I, I guess he lived in England. So there's that. But uh, otherwise, why? See, the thing is, like, when we were promised, when I was reading about season two, it's, you know, we, we bring back a lot of older characters, and I was like, yes, I'm excited for that. So we already brought back, you know, Roadblock, and we had Duke back and Scarlet. Major Blood coming back I thought was a real coup, even though he's, like, completely wrong Major Blood, but that's fine. He's on screen. I'm happy. Baroness, we get real Baroness back. I should be overjoyed. I should be doing cartwheels. And instead, they bring them. It's like, do you... Do you want them bring back if they're done completely wrong? It's it's sort of like, you know, yeah. that meme with uh, Patrick Stewart that says, use the force, Harry Gandalf. <laughs> That's how I felt watching this episode, because nothing, nothing added up and nothing, nothing made sense. Yeah, Even at the it, end of the episode, there's still bombs all over London, apparently. It does kind of feel like they've been like brainwashed and reprogrammed. And it, and yeah, it's it's upsetting because I want them to be deprogrammed and back to their normal selves, but alas, it will never be. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back and rewatch Sunbow again after this. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, guys, that's Channel. That's our episode for this week. I, you know, we kind of thought the first episode was okay. Uh, you know, I think we were all on the same page. It was it was okay. It was fine, right? Yeah. Tell me I'm crazy right now. The Eliminator oh, yeah. with the with the sad robot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I liked that one. You know, I, I didn't love it. I'll be honest. I thought he was a bully who got what was coming to him. But like God it was fine. It. it was fine as an episode of television. We could handle it. This started promising and then fell apart real, real quick. And I I I I I'm scared that this is gonna be more emblematic of what season two of series two Deke G.I. Joe is instead of the Christy Marks episodes we all long for from season one of the Deke season. And again, it ends with a with a clip show. I, I can say this again. It ends with a montage clip show of Metalhead. And it doesn't get any better, does it? So here we are. Here we're going. This is Knowing Us Half the Podcast, and we're we're watching Deke era G.I. Joe, so you don't have to. Why? Is that our, is that our tagline for this? Why? So there's so many other cartoons. We could watch... Uh, just there's decades of stuff that doesn't have to. No, the other cartoons are just as bad. Uh, <laughs> mm. 
That's the problem, Chad. You're picking other bad cartoons to watch. So we're like, well, we may as well just barrel through G.I. G. Joe Deke era if yeah. we're just going to watch Drek either way. It's like saying, oh, your nose is going to stop bleeding so that your butt can bleed. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, uh, I may have gone a little too bad. That's on me. That's I. I I'll own that. <laughs> no, I want to get back to Gina. Are you seeing a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't sound good. It's normal. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Is it? Mm. <laughs> That's not normal to me. Maybe it should be. <laughs> I guess the less said, the better. And that's our show. Guys, you can hit us up on all the links. You can hit us up Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Commiserate with us about what is Deke. Just what is Deke? Making Deke jokes. Here we are. Uh, you can hit us up at uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. You can listen to our entire vault collection of like 400 episodes uh, of all kinds of stuff that is uh, also this and also not this and also some really good Batman the animated series cartoons or X Men. Cartoons that are excellent, or a bunch of stuff like Hulk Hogan's Rocket Wrestling, or Rubik the Amazing Cube, which we've done two episodes of, I believe. So, so there's that. Five dollars a month gets you all that, guys. You have anything you want to plug? Uh, Gina, Chan, any shows or other podcasts or comic books you want to talk about right now? Uh, I so I've got every kind of fruit tree on my Animal Crossing <laughs> island now. <laughs> Uh, which is pretty good, and they have all, brand new fish for May. I think I've caught all the brand new fish for May. Oh, nice, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing XCOM, Chimera Squad, uh, as a former guest of the show, uh, Rama oh. Valeri on it. He's fantastic. Uh, games were great. Always been a big XCOM guy, been a big Civ Six guy, so yeah. this I get that. Yeah, this, is all, this is all up my alley. And uh, you can hit me up on the Who Would Win show. Uh, you can actually uh, check me out. Uh, we're doing a live show uh, Thursday at 8 o'clock. So the day we release this episode, you can go and check out that episode live on YouTube. Go to at Who Would Win Show or just check me out at Almighty Ray on Twitter. We will have links set up for it so you can watch that episode. Huzzah! You want to. Let's do it. It's at 8 p.m. Pacific time on the YouTubes. Watch it. Otherwise, you can hit us up on Twitter at GI Joe Podcast, and as I just said, individually, I am at Almighty at Ray. Nine hundred ninety nine RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy, and this has been Channel. I feel like we took an L on this one, guys. I feel a little dispirited that GI Joe Deke era. I allowed it to punch me in the in the nether regions, and I still have not recovered from the experience of watching this program. It's only going to go downhill from here. And um, Cobra Commander is now the king of England because he says so <laughs> and for no other reason. And that's why they just let him walk into the throne room with the queen. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds right to me. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Let the hold on tight You got to do the fighting with all of your might You got to keep the target straight ahead on your side
Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.